Hello, everybody. Welcome to our intro. I was going to call us a smission. We need to come up with something cute and quippy for our interview episode. Our guestopodes, guestisodes, guestisodes. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But we're so excited to be here today and we're excited to have our guest tonight. Oh, first, real quick, I'm Steph. And I'm Marley. Lindsay and... is out sick tonight. Yes, Lindsay Hopefully is sick. Hopefully she feels better. Um, but we do have friend, cousin, person in our podual um, network. Network. Ty <laughs> from Multiplane Podcast. Hey, guys. Yay. Yeah, so I'm Ty Welcome. from Multiplane Podcast, where we talk everything Disney, books, parks, movies, you name it. But coming on here to blow some other minds that I'm probably a bigger Wizarding World nerd than I am Disney, which is kind of shocking to some people. That's crazy. Because you do the multiplane TikTok as well. Yep. Do you have your own like Thai TikTok where you talk about other nerdy, nerdual stuff? I do. So just Thai Guy 1991. I do just random stuff. I have cosplay. Just a little bit of everything. So rewind it and go listen to those TikTok handles and follow Ty. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok, although we are horrible, horrible at, at posting. Uh, ah. is, our, is our TikTok even active? Because we haven't posted or done anything to it in a while. Um, when do they start getting rid of the I TikToks that don't, I don't do anything. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while. So I'm I just sorry posted my hey, oh, I posted a TikTok the other day on my personal page where I ranked Harry Potter people that I want to hook up with. Oh, <laughs> everybody check out Steph's TikTok. Yes, number one that showed up, and it was my last draft pick, and I left number one open, hoping for the best. Serious Black. I got the best. Oh, Serious Black favorite character the entire series you know i'm related to him right you are not my last name is black that's not how this works <laughs> and also he's a fictional character and you are not a wizard <laughs> you are not no. a witch nor a wizard you are a muggle <laughs> but yes we we just you know what we can't get enough of harry potter and the wizarding world and whatnot and of course the, around our month. sorry the new this. the new game hogwarts legacy so we just we needed to continue this and we thought ty would be awesome to talk to today so you guys aren't just hearing from us all month <laughs> so ty it's hard to guess it's hard to tell but what house are you in yeah so those of you guys who are not just listening and you're watching you know the live or the youtube whatever i, I am a proud we'll slytherin video actually sorry yeah, proud slytherin um Ooh. oh whatever <laughs> yeah hey, so i you are outnumbered here steph <laughs> two to one <laughs> but uh yep proud slytherin my wand is made of see this is how detailed we're going to get into this oh. wand is made of elder oak 12 inches slightly springy dragon heart string patronus is a, an erumpent if you don't know what an erumpent is it's if you watch the first fantastic beast and where to find them it's the giant rhinoceros looking thing oh that's delightful and do you know what my patronus is hmm. an orangutan <laughs> that's awesome though <laughs> those are 
my favorite animals at the zoo. They're so cool. <laughs> I love orangutans. They're fun. But yeah, I don't know how I got that as my Paternus, but it is what it is. And I even, I think I even retook the test one time with like, like, you know, cause I just wanted to test things out and I created a new account and I took the test and this was years later, same result. <laughs> so what did you as a proud Slytherin think of the, the sorting hat quiz on Hogwarts legacy? Eh, it's okay. Do you think they should have gone more detail or made it more difficult to get the house you wanted? No, where you're playing the game. And here's the thing. So I had to wait later, right? Because I have a PS4, don't have a PS5. I had to wait until the four release. Yeah, I know. Like a peasant. <laughs> like a peasant. <laughs> but I like how they have it set up because they use the keywords. Oh, are you ambitious or mm -hmm. are you loyal? you seek wisdom so if you know like if you're knowing which house you want to go into just by that keyword you're like okay uh ambition i obviously want to be in slytherin because after i finish you know my first profile and i play through everything i'm gonna probably end up going to the other three houses anyways <laughs> just to play through again so i like kind of the format that they chose to do this have you played it four times not yet not yet. I am halfway. So here's the thing. And I am playing every, and I mean every possible side quest you can find. And it has just taken me forever. I'm oh. almost to my third trial. Are you doing all the Merlin trials too? Yep. Everything. Wow. Everything. Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do every side mission because there is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Well, there's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Oh. Wait, is it just, it might just be a playstation it's exclusive. i think it's the playstation you're talking oh, okay. about you're talking about the haunted hogsmeade yeah yep yep that's playstation exclusive so All i right. got it I was and that's the other question with my five. that one was fun did you guys what version of the game did you buy ps5 no but like the base oh i got release. the release oh same yeah I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, I did get the pre. I, well, I guess because we we technically pre-ordered it, so we did get the dark arts robes. When I say we, I'm talking about me and my husband because we were like playing each of our profiles at the same time, just like taking turns. Yep. Um. But yeah, so we got to at least have one starting good outfit that, and that was the dark arts. That's robes. I bought the deluxe edition with the dark arts pack. So that's. You know, get that Thestral, get my Dark Arts yep. robes. Thestral. So, okay, Marley, you didn't get no base set. You got the deluxe edition. I don't yeah. remember I don't remember paying that one. I was I think it was just considered the pre-order. So I don't yeah, really remember. The deluxe edition. Now, I, this was way back in February. <laughs> I'm just saying, like so we have on the place are we all playing playstation right now? Is that yeah. a, all PlayStation? There we go. Right on. Yeah. So <laughs> So we have that, you know, exclusive mission, Haunted Hogsmeade. I haven't played mm -hmm. it yet. But oh, then... you need to play it. I know, I know. Like I said, I am just... <laughs> He's getting to it, Marley. He's getting to it. <sighs> but then we also have that Felix Felicis that's with the deluxe set. I don't know. If, did you brew that, Marley? Yeah, but I haven't... I never used it. <gasps> Do you know what it is, Marley? That's the... Isn't that the luck one? Yeah. It is. Good job. Marley hasn't read the books. What? For the first I've, whoa, 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 whoa. Before her. we dive into anything, 
right now. <laughs> You're telling me that Marley is a muggle-born? Yes. Okay, okay. Let me give you some quick backstory. And a Slytherin? I know, I know. I've embraced my Slytherin more within the last, like, five or so years. But before, okay, so yes, when these books came out, you know, because we're, it, it sounds like, yeah, we're all the same age, um, those of us here. And, like, we, like, basically, like, we grew up with Harry Potter. Like, it was very much a part of our culture. And I remember reading the first four books when I was in elementary school. And my my wonderful mother, I love her so much, but she was kind of anti-Harry Potter. And it just kind of became a thing and I just lost interest and didn't ever continue reading the books. But when the movies came out, I was old enough to, you know, make my own decisions and whatnot. So now I watched them to make your own decisions and buy your own it. set of books and go and I, I mean, you no. know what? I will, I will listen to them because I don't okay, books Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry does. Oh, amazing. that's delightful. I love yes. that. But no, I, I just, I don't know. I never went back and watched the books, but I love the movies. I love we the pretend scene. like the cursed child doesn't exist. So you don't have to read that. Do we? Okay. Cause yeah. I don't know no, no, this. No, 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 no. So... You, don't have to, you don't have to go read it. Okay. No. Good to know. Um, and Aren't that's they... funny. What's go ahead, funny? Steph. Well, are they making a movie of Cursed Child? I know it's a, it's a play, obviously. It keeps going. There's a lot of this going on, you know? A lot of talk. There's nothing that's been, like, set solid stone. set in stone. And here's the thing. Dan Radcliffe comes back, and he keeps saying, no, I'm sorry. I'm not coming back to this. Like, And you know what? I don't blame him. He's already going to be Harry Potter for his entire life. He doesn't need yeah. to keep adding to we it. Don't need, well, we true. don't need a Cursed Child. <laughs> no we don't no we don't but even with the new harry potter hbo series he's like i don't want to be involved how do you feel about that oh is it really necessary that's kind of my thinking too. here's here's why marley you have not read them <laughs> you have so not much... read them well and this I know is completely this. necessary is it I... like because I've, I've been hearing a lot of people i sound kind of like how steph is reacting right now that aren't really like sure about this i would prefer a marauder marauders prequel i think i would love to see james sirius um and the whole crew lupin and i do their thing i'd love to see like sexy sirius and cocky james and then nerdy lupin and then creepy little uh peter pettigrew, peter pettigrew. do the whole thing and kind of see some growth in the characters but I'm also okay with them redoing Harry Potter because I did love the Harry Potter movies. I think they can do better with this series. Here's the thing. I've been on a couple. Of, I it's a, it's funny. Whenever I guest star like on someone's podcast, the majority that I have stepped in on have been Wizarding World stuff. Despite all the other things I could talk about. <laughs> I've said, I also agree. Uh, Marauder's film would be fun. I think it would be a fun one-off. Yeah, I could see that. One that I want a two-part film to is The Founders. That'd be amazing. Mm -hmm. I want a young set of teenage kids, younger kids, to see where, you know, The Founders started off in life. The biggest one I want from it is to see Salazar 
and I want to have like a scene where his parents are brutally hunted down, murdered. Like you want to see the madness behind his methods and why he mm. became such a pure blood fanatic. Yeah. And I want to see the bonding between him and Godric. I want to see them find, I want to see uh, Rowena's dream of the hog coming to her, finding the location for the school, the upbuilding, and then that, you know, pivotal moment where Godric and Salazar have their fallout and Salazar leaves. And that's kind of the ending to the film. That would be really cool. Well, I mean, I mean, like, that's the thing is like, I, the, the reason why I ask is this TV show reboot necessary is because it sounds like there's so many other stories that could be told that we would love to see and hear. And so it's like, why not focus your efforts on that? I mean, I know we have fantastic beasts and like, I feel like the, I, I didn't see the most recent one, but I saw the first two and like, they were, they were still fun movies. It was still like a fun, like it was just a different, you know, thing to, to it expands kinda... wizarding world. Yeah, exactly. Here's, here's so my I, thing about yeah. fantastic beast. The, the third one in particular. Okay. I, really like the fantastic beats and i also like the story of dumbledore i wish they were separate things to get all together i wish we had more newt and his beasts like that's cool and that's fun i, I and they always talked about doing um north american school that was my other one over morning i want yes. the ilver morning founding story that would be really with newt and that cast and then they should have done Grindelwald and Dumbledore over here and not put mm. it together yeah I could see that but like yeah so that's what I mean is like why are they not focusing their efforts and time and money on other stories why are they rebooting something we've already seen because dollar, we dollar, didn't bill, have bill. enough here's the thing there is so much and my wife had never read the books and we had a lot going on in our life and she's like ty because i kept i kept badgering her i'm like hey you need yeah you see the joke there and she ended uh -huh. up being a hufflepuff <laughs> gotcha. but uh i kept saying i know you love the movies and you love this like fandom and everything in it but you've never picked up a harry potter book like and she says you know i can't just pick up the hard copies with the kids and like running our business and everything we got going on it's like i said okay okay so I'm going to pick them up on Audible. Has an awesome narrator. It's really going to feed you the story. And I think you're going to get into it. Can't tell you how many weeks passed where she would be on, you know, one, two, three, four, going through the series and her coming to me saying, why did they not add this in the mm -hmm. movie? This would have had such good character arc. The drama and suspense from this scene would have just, been solid on screen there's so that's because this rumor of hbo picking up harry potter and doing a seven season thing with it they, they've been spitting this out for years right mm -hmm. like this has been an ongoing thing but then when they finally came out and said hey contract sign we're doing it i was one of the first people like i am a diehard harry potter fan both books movies everything related i could not push more for this to happen if they give me a few things characters places things in the story that they have to include to make it worth it also it's hbo hbo spits out pretty good content i remember being like 
done with uh, Game of Thrones and they're come talking about their other series. And I'm like, why do we need these? I think I love House of Dragon more than I love ha- Game of Thrones. And I am very eagerly awaiting the second season of it. And so. and look how well they did with the Last of Us series too. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, HBO HBO's got a good budget. Yeah. So like I think so if someone's I think the, gonna do it, HBO will do great. Yeah. The TV series like We are questioning that yeah. Hulu's gonna do Akatar, but that's a different story. Oh my eh. gosh. Is that no eh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like <sighs> if we open up season one and within the first, you know, three to four episodes when we're coming to Hogwarts. If you show me Peeves the Poltergeist flying around yes. and actually being incorporated in the story, if we get to book four and Winky is waiting in the minister's box, these are things. And then if you show me Hermione creatures, well, Hermione too. You? Yeah. Well, and then look at my favorite house elf creature. Look at creatures. If you give me a, you know, back panel of him and, uh, Regulus going to the place where Voldemort had that Horcrux hidden right, and seeing right. him taken down by the Inferi and seeing Creature sobbing as he returned home without Regulus. Without Regulus, yeah. This is the stuff that this series can do hmm. that they have to give me for me to come back and say, I told you it was worth revisiting. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, when you read the books as a child... And I think it's book five when uh, Fred and George leave Hogwarts and do their their uh, swamp. Final hurrah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Which That's the other thing. didn't include, which and is mind-boggling. Yeah. And then they have um, Filch. Okay, when they said Filch was punting kids across the lake, did we think he was kicking him across the lake? Because punting is the British yeah. term for like a small boat getting yeah. them across the lake oh. but of course that's like americans over here i think we're kicking something like out. drop kicking and it's oh the things gosh. like that bog you know that flitwick also comes back and says that is a particularly good piece of magic like and he leaves up the little square that he won't get rid plaque. of and, yeah. yeah in honor of them these things and marley this is why you need to <laughs> get on and you know i'll get to i'll I'll get to them um i i should i really should because like honestly like someday when i like have kids and they're old enough to you know be read to with like stories like that like because you know because my husband's a huge harry potter fan too so i think it would be like just so fun to just sit and read those books with our kids yeah, um, I, when we get my to that kiddos point, getting a little bit or closer to the age that we'll read them, so I'm excited about it. That's the thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm like that. Just sounds so fun. Sometimes I wish I could go back to the very first time I heard these stories. I mean, it's still magic for me. I still i re i reread Harry Potter three to four times a year. Oh wow! wow. And I usually panned it out in like a week and a half, two weeks. Do you actually read or are you audio booking? Both. Oh, okay. And then for my kids, it's like I have my oldest, Alice. She's turning seven here soon. I have the illustrated editions. I have both illustrated, you know, from uh, who who just did the the bigger illustrated copies. 
I have those. Plus I have the Millilima editions that are slowly now coming out. Oh. I have the pop-up interactive pieces. Oh, fun. That as soon as she can show me that she's like following along with what we're reading, that is what our bedtime is going to be. Because she loves the movies. Like my kids, the ones like her favorite one is Prisoner of Azkaban just because she loves it when Lupin turns into a, a werewolf. Like, <laughs> That is a good one. That is a good one. Prisoner of Azkaban is also my favorite book. Yeah? I like that one. Too. Well, oh, I thought you were saying movie. Okay. Well, what's your favorite like book? Too. Okay, Marley, if you have to pick a movie since you haven't done the books, what is your favorite movie? I mean, even with book, I really did like Goblet of Fire. That is mine. I, I think All for both. Like, I think... I, I just I, I love the games part of it. Like I'm I'm sure they I'm not I'm sure I know they did things differently than the books. I've, it's oh yeah. Because it, it's been a long time since I read the fourth book. By the time I read that and when the movie came out, I'm like I don't remember anything that happened. But I still just I I loved like having the different like schools and the other people kind of come together at that Hogwarts is why for all of it. I it thought is that was my fun. Favorite because it widens your Wizarding World, mm -hmm. and that's a fun tie back. Let's come back to the game. So the reason as a fan, like I am so into Hogwarts legacy is that yes, in the books you're using your imagination. Sometimes they describe the, you know, common rooms, the different parts of mm -hmm. the school. And then in the books you have details there, but then in the movies we have some fun stuff that's visually there, but there's things that we haven't seen come to screen that we have, you know, descriptive book things from but it's like i'm a slytherin one of my favorite things about the slytherin common room that we have not seen on screen that is depicted in the books is our view of the lake yeah i loved that in in hogwarts legacy i thought that was so cool i That's love me. the slytherin common room <laughs> yeah well and we it's have pretty. a section we have a section of you know let's kind of go into it marley a section of our common room is that you have these huge, awesome glass paneled windows. Yeah. And if you were just kind of at a distance looking at it, you're like, okay, I'm looking out at like some kind of murky sky. Yeah. Like it's dark. It's after dark. Yeah. Or something. Or something. But the closer you come up. Yeah. Well, and you, you see the, notice. you see like the, the reeds, like the, yeah. um, you'll see the squid come by. The, the squid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's the thing just kind of from flowing. our common room or built <laughs> under the lake. So we have a huge window section that you can see out into the lake. Mm -hmm. And there's been, you know, descriptions of the squid that swims by from time to time, which is probably one of the coolest things you could look out for. Yeah. And that's the other yeah. thing. The squid really is cool. in this game. And the How books. old yeah. is this squid? Or did it have yeah. like offspring? How long do squids live? I'm going to Google that right now. Also... Fictional Hi. giant squids. That's I'm very happy and angry you told me about the Mina Lima books. Mila Lima? Because now I need to buy all of them. You 100% absolutely <laughs> need to buy them. They, no, you will literally be like this. They are complete works of art. Yeah. And they are just beautiful. That's way and cool. They're just taking, so like, typically they release every October. So I'm waiting for this October for uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. But yeah. then, let's see, we just barely got our release of the illustrate the big illustrated editions. Yeah. We got Goblet of Fire, or uh, 
sorry, Order of the Phoenix. Right. So next we have Half-Blood Prince to that and then Prisoner of Azkaban from Melalima. But can we talk about the Hufflepuff common room too? Yes. If you are I... an LOTR fan. Yes. Yeah. It gives such cottagecore vibes. Yes. This gives like Hobbit hole. Like, yes. oh, totally. And my wife's a die. I mean, I'm a fan too, but my wife is a diehard LOTR. So Marley's got her, you know, oh, sword yeah, back I there. Love, I love Lord Thurston. But that's so the Hobbit. The Hobbit whole feel to the Hufflepuff common room in their dormitory. I'm like, man, there's just so much awesome detail down to even when you go to the Gryffindor common room. Right. Mm -hmm. Behind the portrait of the fat lady. Yes. It's always described as a huge round cavity that you're walking into, which the Harry Potter films not once ever gave us that. Right. You open the door. It's just a big like five foot hallway then boom, yeah you're right in true. the main hallway it's never portrayed that oh you have to walk in here then you have to walk down a passage same with slytherin you know it's like you go down that huge you go down the spiral awesome spiral with the waterfall with, the, with yeah that was really all cool. the autumn awesome water features just mm -hmm. well talking about the fat lady too um so as a gryffindor when i was doing uh, what's his faces uh quest uh the one that all of us do, but it's all different. Oh, uh, the ghost. for um, what is that ghost's name? What's the ghost name? We know who we're all talking about. If you Wh play the which, game. which in, house? A house ghost? No, no, just no. The, in, in Hogwarts, Hogwarts it's, uh, that you have to go to his tomb. What is his name? And you have to go through like all this. That's like one of the first missions that takes you through like the Forbidden Forest and all the spiders and everything. Oh, um. What is yeah. that called? He was a student. Ghost Quest. Yeah. I'm Googling it. And he was trying yes, to find he... the artifact for this, for the other student. Yeah. Yeah. But each, her. but each house has a different like mission to get to that point, which I thought was really clever for the game to, to incorporate. Um, Cause Hufflepuffs got to go to Azkaban. Azkaban. Yeah. Which... Okay. What, no offense, what? it was kind of a wasted opportunity. That's what I heard. I haven't watched anything or seen someone do it, but... I know, I heard about it after the fact for my husband, because he was ahead of me in the game, and he's like, oh yeah, I did this really cool mission, you go to Azkaban and... Da -da -da. Jack Daw. So then, Jack Daw. Jack Daw, yeah. So when I got to that point in that, that same mission, I was like, this is taking me like down to the lake and i'm like going to get to like this cave and then mm -hmm. i went into jackdaw thing and i was like so confused i was like i didn't go to azkaban and then we like looked it up because at that point like the game was still pretty new that like nobody you know was talking about like oh yeah there's different missions so we had to like look it up online and we're like oh what? there's like, different content which... that's so cool <laughs> anyways what were you gonna say stuff about that about the fat lady yeah, the whole reason I brought up this <laughs> Jackdaw. Um, so for Gryffindors, sorry, did I freeze? Because you guys froze for a second. You froze for a second, but you're back. Okay, Lindsay, edit this out. Um, okay, so the whole reason I brought that up is because Gryffindors have to join the Headless Hunt to get to Jackdaw and all his information. And in order to do that, you have to go to the kitchens where you have to tickle tickle the, the pear. The pear. The pear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that you can get rotten meat to give to the ghost. But I, that I yeah. 
is awesome. That's oh like my such gosh. a fun thing from I don't think they ever do that talk about that in the movies, but they that's don't. in the book where that's yeah, what you I'm have saying. to go to you the kitchen, these, tickle the pear. You get these rich yep. details in this game that well, you know, even this game doing the house, the room of requirements, like they touch on that obviously in the movie, but not to the extent that they do. And it's amazing. Oh my gosh. I loved the rumor of requirement stuff and like all of the um uh vivarium is that what it's called mm -hmm. all the vivariums and everything like with all the different beasts like that that was that was really really cool and there were so many freaking customizable options i i like did very bare minimum i like maybe put up a couple of cool paintings on the wall and like i, I changed all the colors to green i'm still looking <laughs> for a hog head to throw oh. on my wall the one that kind of oh. like back. so we were just talking me and my wife were just talking about this like yeah you know in the movies, it's like, okay, Order of Phoenix comes up. We need somewhere to practice our, you know, Dumbledore's armies, DADA practices and whatnot. Yeah. And then at the end of, you know, the eighth movie, you see everyone kind of just hanging out in hammocks and different things like that. But it's like, no, I don't know if people really understand this. Like, this room can literally right become anything can you imagine if newt would have found this room yeah and the vivariums well, and different things he would have had and like sorry and Steph. it can well no you're fine it can become like multiple like that's one of the things during the battle of hogwarts is it became a mm -hmm. safe haven for students so if people were to open the door or whatever they would see like a closet or something yeah so it yeah it can literally become whatever toilet for dumbledore like and if someone walked in, they do their thing, and then like Newt walks in, it's his thing, and it can switch back and forth. Like it's a very strong, it tangible insane. room. Like there's some insane magic going on. Yeah. Within this one little space of the castle. Do they ever say who made the room of requirements? As far as I know, there's nothing canonized right now. Hmm. But it's led to believe that each founder left something unique within the school. So obviously the biggest one that we all know about is Salazar Slytherin creating Chamber the Chamber of Secrets. Secrets. Um, you know, I would, I would wager a guess that the room of requirement would be something that Helga Hufflepuff. Well, her diadem was there. You mean Rowena? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, Rowena, her it's the cup it's helga hufflepuff's cup that what's her face had you're so right. i would I say but helga was always looking out for the needs of every student right mm. she had That's the open cool. mindset that no matter what you are you're brave you're ambitious you're right. smart no matter what i'll take you to my house like i'm here to help educate whomever like wants Needs to be it. here and yeah. it just kind of if you try to connect the dots, it makes sense that, okay. I feel like that fits, yeah. The witch who wants to help everyone with whatever need they have, would that not be the same person who would somehow conjure a room that would collectively help you with whatever you're doing? Because right. even look at Draco. Draco needed a way to get the Death Eaters into the school. He found the room with the junk with the other vanishing cabinet Right. that Harry had... Er, Fred, I think, had found the year before. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, 
see even the kids who are trying to plot against the good guys the room no is non-biased right when you're talking yeah. about the founders tv show though i kept the thought kept coming to my mind we know that godrick gryffindor is probably a dick like he's probably brave but he's probably not the nicest human being <sighs> i like to well, think so. i hate james i'm sorry i'm gonna come out and say it and get hate mail <laughs> i hate james uh, okay he's we portrayed get, we can so get into this okay <laughs> james is fine i hate snape i still mm. i i he's a sad little boy that didn't get what he wanted and then pined after a woman for years and years does he deserve to get bullied no does anyone no one does no james should not have done that i agree with that james is kind of a spoiled uh rich kid coming to school doing his thing trying to show off for a girl but snape i don't like snape so hmm I'm 50-50 with you there. But James, like you said, so James is an only child, comes from a super, super wealthy family. Not just a super wealthy, but a member of the Sacred 48, yeah. like, that kind of removed their name. But <sighs> he's a dick. I'm sorry. He's. I can agree with that. And then well... Sirius has no, no, he's not that much better. Sirius is a bad boy. Yeah. He's the lovable asshole of the group, I would think. He gets away with stuff. But I'm also like Team Jess and Gilmore Girls, Team Spike and Buffy. That's my, I like that. So I will let Sirius Black get away with it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Like, while we're kind of talking about, like, you know, the character of these different, like, founders and the houses and stuff. So, like, how... How do you, Ty, I'm curious, how do you respond when, um, when people, you know, in, you know, in conversation and passing, when you're like, when you're like, yeah, how Slytherin is awesome, you know, because yeah, you're a Slytherin. How do you respond when people are like, oh, Slytherins are all evil. All of them are like, how do you usually respond to that? I argue back. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, first how off, very Slytherin of you? well, this is, well, and I will, yeah, I'll answer this <laughs> rebuttal here. Like. Like I said, if we had a Founders film, monsters aren't just made. There, there's always a backstory to something like, and that's why I want to see something. Something had to happen to uh, Salazar for him to go down that like radical path. And also look at what happened to witches and wizards from that time period, not even that time period. Look at in our history of the U S right. look at how people, if you were accused of being a witch, what happened to you? You, <laughs> you got, got burned, burned like, well, not just burned there. If you dive into the history, there were horrific ways that they killed people. Yeah. And so you are just take this mindset that you are a unique individual who can perform magic. And you were born with this just because you were born with the ability to do something incredible, people want to hurt you and kill you. Well, and we see this trope in a lot of film movies, yeah. books, whatever, where like people love you when you do what that you want them to do, when you help them, when you are giving them things. But then when you start to put your foot down or can't perform the way they want you to, they turn their back on you. 
they, instead of looking at you like a God and someone who is magnanimous, they look at you as someone who's powerful and wicked and evil. And so you can see that type of story coming out with Salazar. I like to think that Salazar's parents, because if you read enough other Wizarding World material, a lot of families have suffered at the hand of, you know, there was the one group of people who would help their muggle neighbors. But then sometimes that would end in catastrophe where they're like, oh, my animals miraculously healed or my child. This person was just over here and they slipped something in their drink like they must be evil because right. nothing else could fix this. And so I like to think, OK, maybe his parents and his family were brutally murdered and he's been on his own for a while. And when like he to finds think that. I'm just kidding. And when he finds Godric, he really finds a kindred soul. And he's like, hey, I now have a best friend. But that's what makes the the falling out so much worse. Right. Is because it went from, it's almost like the Cap and Tony. Just to jump oh, fandoms yeah, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Civil you know? War. We're following. We're following. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> he's my friend. Yeah, I thought I was too. That's kind of what I feel that Godric and... Salazar would have had. Yeah. I can well, say that. Come... As much as I tease you Slytherins for being evil, if you think, if you look at all the main qualities of each house, all of them can lead to evil doing and all the Death Eaters oh, yeah. can't all just be Slytherin. So yeah, if you're yeah. too courageous, I mean, Icarus lost his wings because he went too far. He was doing things he shouldn't. Bravery is can be your downfall. If you get too smart, you start looking down on. I, so yeah, all of these, including mm-hmm. even Hufflepuff, just being followers, not uh, just doing what the in crowd is doing. All of these people have potential to be bad and to be evil. Well, and it just seems I don't know. I guess just from from you know the Wizarding World that I that I do know. It just always seems that Slytherins are always the bad guys in it. I mean, even in the game Hogwarts Legacy, like I'm sometimes I'm I find myself a little bugged about how um how everything affected like Sebastian's story. And like sure, he had his own motives and reasons for for doing things, but just the way that everything kind of turned out with that. And again, like of course in the game, the person that you learned the dark curses or the curses from is Slytherin. Is a, Slyth- is a, a person Slytherin. is Slytherin. And so it's just like, really, you guys? Like, if it helps. And I went through, I talked about this in our first episode of the month. I got the bad, the evil ending. So, and I'm not a Slytherin, where I was like, we have to get rid of the information. And he's like, That's true. Are, are you sure we should do that? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? Keep it or use the information for myself. And I'm like, well, we can't keep it. So I guess I'm going to use the information for myself. (laughs) So (laughs) there we go. And I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is Marley. So I point out, okay, you guys realize at the end of the battle of Hogwarts, you had a Slytherin head slughorn. Yeah. Who brought Mm -hmm. back a bunch of these Slytherin students. Right. To come fight against people who they know like i'm saying like to fight yeah. against yeah. the death eaters some of those could have been parents some of those could have been look at draco draco was kind of having a hard back and forth but Love draco. <laughs> well narcissa is that's one of my favorite parts Poor of the I. entire series is when narcissa turns against 
um, Voldemort for the love yeah. of her son. And she's mm-hmm. always portrayed as kind of this icky human. Like she's mm-hmm. not yeah. creating good lights, but she, she has redeeming qualities and she did in the end, she kind of did for Harry, what Harry's own mother did for mother did for him. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A mother's love saved him yet again. Yeah. But then I always, you know, I really like to toot that horn that Merlin himself was a Slytherin. That's true. That's true. And he was handpicked by Salazar. So there's gotta be some redeeming qualities. I mean, Oh Yeah. It just seems to be always just like this like negative portrayal, which is just unfortunate because I don't know. And I think that's why I've seen so many people too, like, um, and even I try to, you know, if it ever comes up in conversation with like, when I see that other people are, you know, pride themselves in like how Slytherin that they are, they're vocal about it, you know? And I love that because it's like showing that it's like, yeah, actually there's, there's a lot of people and like, this is so funny talking like this because obviously it's like all fictional and stuff, but like at the same time, like it's such like a huge part of our culture, um, especially like our generation. (laughs) And so it's like very, just like normal to talk about this kind of stuff. But like, here I am talking like it's like a real thing, but like that's, that's, but that's like how it is, is, you know, because it just, it fits so well. I mean, I'm able to, I'm able to like meet a person or like after I spend some time with them or just other friends and I'm like, let me guess, you're a Ravenclaw. And they're like, how do you know? And it's like, uh, yeah, it's actually pretty obvious. And (laughs) then I'll be like, what do you think I am? Nobody ever guesses Slytherin. Oh, everyone pans me down. First guess. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know if I just like, if I hide it or, or what, but like, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm. Just because it's fictional doesn't mean it's not real. And pop culture is so much part of our culture. Mm-hmm. So you, we always get, I'm going to the older generations that are like, let go of it. It's just a movie or it's just a book. And it's like, no. I think, no. I think the younger we, generations we say that the, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, I think There's Jen, some now that are like, oh, you're are a like, Harry Potter adult. Yeah, millennial. What house you are you about in? I don't care. House. I'm like, I don't care. I will tell you, I'm Gryffindor. But like, part Those of me wishes souls. We, we would have had like one off Slytherin that would have been somewhat kind of hovering by mm-hmm. the trio. That's true. I would have loved to have one Slytherin kind of stand out, and yeah. then kind of do what Sirius did as his youth. So he wasn't in Slytherin, but he came from the dominant Slytherin pureblood family. Yeah. And embraced the other side of the culture. Right. Right. And I wish I'm like, ah, see if we would have had that one character. And then if we would have had that one scene where Voldemort's talking to everybody, calling them out in their heads and saying, give me Harry Potter. And you have the Slytherins that are like, he's right there. Grab him. If you would have had that one Slytherin walk up to Harry draw his wand and turn around and aim it at his own house. That's like something I wish would have just. Well, and even just to have like, I don't know. I I mean, the trio is great. Like we love them. We love Harry, Ron and Hermione, but like it, I think it would have been cool to see maybe a little bit more like, I mean, yeah, I guess we, we get it with some of their, their little friends, but maybe just like a little bit more of the other houses. Well, that's why I do think, a TV series of Hogwarts would be great. You could see more inter-house relations. And I was also going to mention Marley 
on the Slytherin topic, the first thing the the first house that the Sorting Hat was going to put Harry in was Slytherin. Yeah. That is true. That is true. But he, of course, is like, I don't want Slytherin. Ron put the whole Slytherin as evil in his mind. Well, there's actually really cool. Typical Gryffindor. Someone (laughs) did a what if kind of thing that would have given us kind of an interesting, you know, story for Harry Potter. What if he would have been raised in the wizarding world? And what if it was the Malfoys Mm -hmm. that would have adopted him he would have had draco as a brother oh. they both would have been sorted into slytherin that's an awe marley <laughs> it, it could have been though and that's the thing and you know lucius would have fed him these things like you know your parents weren't doing the best thing harry and like yeah he has this whole whole other alternative thoughts about his parents and the cause they fought for but then as he's getting older in his years he's like Lucius has been lying to me my entire life so far. Like that would be an interesting story. But again, that, coming. Yeah. What were you saying? Coming back to the game, just the details of some of this stuff that has even more canonized what has somewhat been hinted at. Right. It's just been the best part of this game. And it's funny because the minute that Marley texted me to come on the show and to talk about this, I was doing the quest where you have to find Sophie in the library mm-hmm. and obtain the book for her to get the page that you're looking for, where oh, she gives you yeah. the three quizzes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was sitting there, my wife was sitting next to me, and I'm like, I do all three of her quizzes. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't know if this, like, this just proved how hard of a nerd <laughs> I am in this fandom, like oh, it did, it definitely did. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And it's like when we're catching beasts and things, I'm like spitting out random stuff, and I'm like, oh, you know what? There's some details that kind of missed in here, but there's some that they've added. And I'm like, thank you. That that was for the diehards. Yeah, because like it was really stupid because we were catching the unicorns with the knapsack. My unicorn that I have, my first one, it's kind of goldish yellow. And she's like, oh, yours is really pretty. And I'm like, yeah, but it's confusing because unicorns are supposed to be white. They're only supposed to be gold (laughs) in their like infancy and they grow out of it. (laughs) Kind of. That's what I'm saying. This game has given me just all this fun stuff. Yeah, it's created, like you said, further canon. It's created uh, for us. This is something that my husband, who hasn't read the books either, I feel like might have missed out on. It's going into um, Hogsmeade and seeing Zonkos and seeing like Flourish and Blots. They didn't know. Flourish and Blots. Yes. Flourish and Blots is not in Hogsmeade. It's in Diagon Diagon Alley. Alley. I mean, technically, Ollivander is also not in. Ollivander does have a Hogsmeade location in the books. Yeah. But yeah, going into all these stores and seeing the Hogsmeade stuff, going mm-hmm. into um, the Hogshead and going into getting a butterbeer, like those silly things that don't really add up to much, but you're like, this is so cool. Well, and I even just loved being able to freely explore the castle, Hogwarts. Oh That's the thing too, yeah. Yeah, like that was, as oh soon as they gosh. let you, as soon as they let you loose in the game, I went and tried to find every field guide page that I could. And it was like, it was so much fun. And I, I was like also getting frustrated because there was a whole 
like area that I couldn't access. And I was like, why can't I get up there? And I searched everywhere. And I'm talking about the hospital wing. Yeah. Like you can't get in there until you do like a mission later on. But I was like, I was looking all over and I'm like, why can't I get up there? This, I, I think I need to go this way, but the door is locked. And I'm like, why? But then eventually, of course, when you do the missions for the, uh, for Mr. Moon, yeah. Right yeah. And find all the monkeys and then you get the locks and stuff. That also helps. But that was also kind Demi of fun guys. too. The demi guys. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. you. <laughs> like um, they're monkeys things, but yes, I, but that was also just like another fun reason to go out and explore. So yeah, going back to Hogsmeade and opening all those uh, locked doors that you couldn't before and just finding all the fun like secrets I, yeah, it was just, it was really fun to just be able to like explore. This game really helped you be able to explore at your leisure and just well, have fun with it. It's also given us stuff that we've known about. And this is kind of a weird situation. Like it's given us stuff that we've known about, but then they've tagged something on it to make it even better. So before we called them just the flying keys, you mm -hmm. know, on the Sorcerer's Stone. But now we know that they're called the Dedalian keys mm -hmm. right. that some past witcher wizard enchanted them. They come back within seasons. It's the little things like that as a super fan that I'm like, you are just giving me more content, slowly feeding me stuff that I'm going to write down in books that I'm going to sit here having like a stupid knowledge about that I'm just <laughs> eating up. And can I tell you guys how much the developers really wanted us as fans to like just eat this game up like yes they pushed it back and they pushed it back and i have a very close friend who works at avalanche he's one of the head developers there oh that's way cool and i'm not going to drop his name <laughs> for certain reasons but the anticipation for this game guys i've known about this game since 2018 yeah a long time like way before they made any announcements. And I was going through a hard time in 2018 when he told me about the game, but that's, I think he told it to me because it was the one thing that was like, wait a second, you're developing something on this. But like <laughs> the amount of work they've put into it. And then they, like you guys said at the beginning of the show, the controversy and different things that a backlash, the thing that they've loved is that we absolutely enjoy what they've created as far as the exploring the different fun things that it calls back to like Zonko's and all that. And I remember one of their prior pushbacks that kind of got people upset was like, man, we're waiting again. And I even messaged them and I was like, Hey, so uh, what's up? What's up? Like, I know I have to wait longer because I'm on a older <laughs> you know, console it's like, ah, you know what? We just really want this broom work to be amazing. Or we want you flying the Festral and flying the Hippogriff. If you're in midair, oh, yeah. you really want to see just, you know, the motion of the wings and floating in air. It's these small things that you wouldn't think like, oh, okay, well, couldn't you de develop that faster? And it's like, no, we're being super meticulous in it so that you get the best experience in the game and those were amazing moments in the game like especially when you first get the hippogriff and you go flying off like yeah 
holy crap like that was just like jaw dropping and the music like was just epic and it just it was so fun it, i loved flying my hippogriff would you around. say it's magical it was very <laughs> magical it was magical it was very magical i think that we could talk about this forever but we probably need to come up with a cutoff that is true that is true um yeah, I don't know. Any any other fun little little tidbits that you that you wanted to touch on, Ty, before we wrap this up? I cannot wait until we get the Quidditch DLC. Do you think that's okay? It's going to be DLC. I am almost positive it's going to be a Quidditch DLC because they've talked about doing an entire Quidditch game, like that's, a separate but, game. But that's what I'm coming to. I was going to bring this up. Okay. Did you ever play Quidditch World Cup back in the day? Yeah, on yeah. PC. Yes. That is what I have told my friend and other members of Avalanche Gaming. I'm like, guys, if you really want to ring in some more money and just milk this cow for all it's worth, you yeah. need to reboot Quidditch World Cup and come out with Quidditch World Cup 2K23. Like, 2K23. <laughs> no, for real. Or even if you went back to 2014. You know, when Victor comes out of retirement and you have the whole awesome spiel that you can listen to from Pottermore Audible about the 2014 Cup. If you base it around something like that, if you give us a Quidditch World Cup game, you're going to make money off of it because you can play as the houses. You can play as the national teams. Yeah, there's so many possibilities. You could design your outfits like you could you create can make your own custom team. teams i love yeah. that personally so, you know i'd be playing as the new zealand macaws but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i'd be you know the salt lake city crickets <laughs> but yeah how oh fun would God. that be and they could even do it like 2k 13 and the nba games where you that's can the thing your lineup you could pick Crum. You could pick uh, all of these people. Crum, Weasley, Kowalski. Yeah. Yes. That would it be would pretty be cool. It would be super fun. I hope they make it a DLC. Like, I hope it's like part of Hogwarts Legacy. I wouldn't mind if we got a school-based play that was DLC. But I am so willing to drop money on a fully developed a World, Cup. World Cup game. Not like... This is me you, putting it out there right now. I will give you an additional 70 bucks for a Quidditch World Cup game. Because you could true. pick all the arenas like across the world. Yeah. Yeah. I would I love playing a cup in Wagadu or, or not Wagadu, uh, Africa, just somewhere out there on the plains. Yeah. Well, and speaking of Quidditch and Hogwarts Legacy, so I'm just curious, and I don't know if you can answer this or you know the answer to this, Ty, but like, why, do you know why Avalanche chose not to have um, Quidditch in Hogwarts Legacy? Too much. Just too much? Like I said, they took so much time on just developing the flight patterns itself. If you understand Quidditch, you're not just doing flight patterns you will have to create the flight patterns for yeah. your six other NPCs on your team and the other six NPCs on the other team that include beaters, keepers, chasers. And then they have to figure out, okay, can you, like on the old game, can you swap and play chaser and toss the ball and try to score? Or can you play beater 
and try to protect your teammates, you know, and have a gameplay for that. Can you jump to seeker and then chase the snitch down? That's the other thing you have to think about them creating all the flight patterns movement for the snitch oh, yeah. itself. And the, yeah, all the balls and everything. Yeah. yeah. There's just so, so much. And that's just me saying my knowledge of like the players, the balls and everything involved with Quidditch. They took so much time just to make sure your normal broom flight was okay. It would take tons, tons more time to create a Quidditch kind of game set to play off of too. Because the flight patterns in Quidditch probably be faster. You'd probably have way more maneuvers that you could pull off on your broom. So that's why I'm saying if they take the time, release the school DLC after, you know, a little bit more work and then give me a full game that you've been developing behind the scenes a lot longer. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ty, plug yourself again before we leave. So again, I'm Ty. You can find me on Multiplane Podcast, part of the, you know, little group that we have here at Age of Geek. Woo woo. And then I'm also on TikTok. You can find my personal at TyGuy1991. Multiplane is Multiplane One. You can find me on Instagram at Ty guy where I have more of my cosplay and prop stuff that I build. Yeah. Check it out. Appreciate it. Yes. Oh, do your cosplays are awesome. I got a good one coming up. Oh, yay. Um, yeah. Join us on discord as well. You can talk to all of us. We have a good time. Discord.ageofgeek.com. Hey, you and remembered it this time. Steph. I did. It's finally stuck in my brain. Yay. After all this time. <laughs> Well, until next time, my friends, why don't you, we didn't tell Ty he's going to do this, but at the end, he's going to say, play some video games. So get ready. So why don't you go grab a friend, eat cupcakes and play some video games. There we Yay, go. you did Thanks it, guys. And I'm going to go read some Harry Potter. Bye. Yay! Keep away from the polyjuice potion, kids. Yes. <laughs> this has been an Age of Geek media production.